Shalom Vacha. Amazing people, how are you doing? It's a wonderful, wonderful privilege that we have to to look for faith, to look for the Creator, to try to understand what's going on with us in those days. Days that um, before Tisha B'Av, before the ninth day of the holy month of Av. The month of Av is a month that we all remember for the destruction, for for the, the horrible destruction of the Temple of God. We know that in the ninth day of this month, both of the temples been destroyed, the first temple and the second one. And those days are being called days of judgments, hard days, harsh days. Many people can really feel that in their lives. With no doubt there is um, a very, there is, like you can, you can sense it in the air that those days are, are tight. There are like forces that, that force you, pulls you to deal with certain things that, that is not always um, comfortable and convenient. But when we say the month of Av, in the holy language of Hebrew, is always teaching and revealing to us something deeper about the meaning of the Creator while creating things in His world in a certain way. The month of Av, we say that in Hebrew, Chodesh Av. Chodesh is something that reminds us of Chidush. It's a certain circle, a renewal, something new comes every month, like the moon, the Levana, the moon, that is renewing its shape every month. The Chodesh, we call it Chodesh because of that nature of his, that he's rebuilding itself and renewing himself. Now, in every month, you have that kind of renewal. Something new is coming, something refreshing, something fresh and new is coming to the world. In the month of Av, what it is coming back to us is the word Av. What does it mean, Av? Av is father. And father, we cannot say the word father when we refer that name father um, to the Creator without remembering and thinking about the second word, mercy, father of mercy. So even though that the destruction hit us hard and took away something so precious from us and we can discuss that, we can talk about that. Still, there was a huge aspect of mercy that it happened in the ninth day of Av, of the month of Av, that the word Av, like we said, is reminding us of our Father, that He is the Father of mercy. Now, why did it happen in the ninth day? The numeral value of the word emet, truth, is equal to the number nine. Taf is four, mem is four, and aleph is one. Four and four is eight, plus one is nine. Nine is the symbol for truth. There is a real, true aspect of mercy, of compassion, of, of love, in the destruction of the temple, in that ninth day of the month of Av. And it's a way of the Creator to renew something for us. 
And like we know that the second temple for sure been built for us or that we built it only because that the first temple been destroyed and the third temple that will be built will come for sure only because of the fact that the second one been destroyed. So in the time of destruction, we must remember that there was a great salvation, the salvation that is about to take place in the building of the third temple um, that was already planned, that was already in process of, of, of taking place, of happening. Now, what is that blessing and why, um, why can we, uh, like, why should we remind ourselves of the, of the mercy and the kindness when the pain and the cost are so heavy, when the destruction and the exile and the darkness and the, the pain of, of all sorrow and, and grief that we're experiencing on a daily basis is so heavy, the toll is, is crazy, like, we know what's going on in the world, like, People are falling like uh, flies, and why that even flies will fall? Why that even like the, the tiniest animals will suffer? Like why do we need all that darkness? Why all those painful things are, are taking place? Our main problem is that we're trying to understand the world from our angle. And from our angle, things are hard. Things are minimized and constricted. Things are taking place in shapes and in forms and in bodies, in figures. And it makes the process of understanding the completion of creation very, very hard and slash impossible. Now, as creations, even though we want to understand things from a divine angle and we do want to come closer and closer to Hashem, and we do want to understand the complete will and, and passion of, of heaven to fix the world and to bring the third temple and to bring a redemption that will heal everything and will complete everything, correct and fix and, 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 and revive and, 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 and make everything blessed and, 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 and wonderful. Still, in reality, we're suffering from pain. If you just, God forbid, cut your finger, or if you just fell something uh, to the ground, if you just lost something, if you just heard a, a bad thing, or, or you've been hit in a certain way, so like how the good rumors of the future will help you with that bleeding finger, with that lost object, or, or friend. It's a horrible thing that you're experiencing, and nothing can change it. And for some people, even a redemption, even a salvation in the mindset of us that we are still kind of ignorant, still not perceiving and understanding the greatness of the redemption, even for some of us, even the thought of a redemption won't help us. Like if you're going to say, okay, so let's say that I lost someone that was very precious to me, and they're going to come back in the resurrection of the dead. And I'll, I'll be very thankful for that. I'll be very happy, happy to see them. And when they'll come, I'll hug them and they'll hug me. And we'll be together again as one. But still, it won't heal those years of sorrow and pain of, of the separation that we experienced. Him 
when he lost himself and, and died, and me when I lost him and I couldn't hold him in my arms anymore, those hours will never be erased, will never disappear, right? So to some people, for their mind, also the fact that the redemption will take place and a great salvation will happen still won't heal the wound. Those are great questions that people have on the Creator. People are asking those questions. People are saying, okay, so let's say the redemption will come and now I'm 70, but I lost my life, but like 40 years of my life are gone. Those hours of panic and destruction and darkness and terror and fear that I experienced, who, who, will, who will take them away? Who will heal me from those hours? Like, okay, I'll be happy for the redemption, but I'm going to still be sad for my life. I'm still going to be sad for the separation, for the pain, for the... Great question, horrible question, painful question, gigantic question that people experience. Now again, that's the problem. The problem is that we are now stuck in the position of human beings. We are stuck inside of the bodies and you see through your eyes and you hear through your ears and you smell through your nose and you taste through your tongue, through your mouth, you speak. Everything you do, you do through the organs, derech evarim, through your organs. And that is a very painful way to communicate with someone. That's a very painful way to communicate with the Creator through organs because we want to connect ourselves to Him through spirit. We don't want to connect ourselves to Him through our bodies. You cannot hug Hashem. I can, okay, you know what? I'm hugging Hashem. All right, are you happy? I'm hugging Hashem. No, what do you want? I'm hugging Hashem. No, I. It doesn't satisfy me to hug Hashem like that. How can you hug someone that you still feel that he's far away from you? And why you feel that he's far away from you? Because of the separation of the bodies. It's like to, to hug someone that is on, in another state, on another piece of land. It's like he's in a different room. Like, how can I? Hashem, where are you? You know what happened just now? I said, Hashem, where are you? And my wife, she opened the door. Hi, thank you for coming. She's amazing. She's the best timing in the world. So, Hashem, where are you? And your wife is opening the door. You see the wonders of Hashem? Hashem works with us in mysterious ways. The Creator, it's true. We believe in Him. We see Him. He works in mysterious ways and He is hiding Himself inside our actions and He's getting into your door and He's coming and smiling to you and makes you happy and He's doing lovely things and amazing, wonderful things. But in reality, there is still a separation of the bodies. You still cannot see Him fully. You still can like, okay, I talked to Him. Do you feel that you really spoke with Him? Did you really feel that He answered you? Okay, so it happened to you once, it happened to you twice, it happened to you hundreds of times, but did it happen to you always? Does it happen to you always? Does it always happen to you? No, it doesn't. So we're still suffering. So we're still in the exile. And that's our issue. From one side, we want to nullify ourselves to Him and to throw ourselves to Him forever, whatever you want to do with us. We are willing to accept it on ourselves. We love you. We accept the yoke of heaven on ourselves. We're praying to you with all our heart, with passionate heart. We want to be a flame of fire for you. But in the other end, you see certain situations that are too far for you to fetch, to reach, to help, to assist. You have a child that needs your help and you don't know how to do it. 
you have a person that suffers from horrible poverty and you want to give him money and you're stuck with your own tiny amount of cash that you need for your own expenses and you don't know how to manage, you don't know how to do. You want to redeem the world and people are dying. You want to, you want to feed the poor and you don't have enough. Certain situations that we're stuck at. And you know what's the secret? The secret is that we ourselves need to change our mindset. That we need to climb out above our bodies. Human beings are using less than 10% of their brain. People are using less. You, me, individuals, we're using less than 10% of our mind. And that's why we're losing. That's why we are losing our spiritual connection to the Creator. Because inside of our mind, Hashem is at. Hashem lives inside of us. Inside my people I live. And I'm going to live inside of you. But we still want to see him outside. We want to see the voices. We want to see the lights. We want to hear the thunders. We want to see the face of Hashem. Listen, you're looking outside, but Hashem is inside. Hashem is inside of you, inside of me, inside your mind. You know the word ani, me, in Hebrew? When you want to say me, myself, in Hebrew, you say ani. The word ani, in Hebrew, you write it with three letters. Aleph, nun, yud. Take those three letters and you have the yud outside in the end. You have Aleph, then Nun, then Yud. Yud is outside. It's the last letter in that word. First letter is Aleph. The middle letter is Nun. Last letter is Yud. So Hashem is in the end. When you think about yourself, Ani, me, Hashem is in the end. But when you take the letter Yud that represents Hashem and you put it in the center between the Aleph and the Nun, so then you have the word N. N is, there is no, means complete surrendering to God. Nullification, you say that? You can say that? Nullified yourself completely to Hashem? That you have nullified yourself completely to Hashem? That there is no more you in the picture? There is only Hashem. That's what happens when you take the letter Yud and you put it in your center, between the Aleph and the Nun, between the beginning of your being and the endless aspect of your being. You put Hashem inside of you, between the Aleph of your building, of your structure, between the Nun that can be infinity, that can be a long line of Ensof, long line of the letter Nun, nullification. Thank you so much. When you put that, when you put that you, that letter you that represents Hashem inside of yourself, inside of your spirit, when you do so, suddenly you disappear. And it's not that you're gone, just that you become one with God. And we need to do that. And then suddenly you will find an inner source of light inside of you. And that's the mercy and that's the kindness of Hashem of the creator of the world when he destroyed the temple in the ninth day of the month of Av. Why? 
because the real reason why the Creator destroyed the temple, the temples, was only because of one reason that people started to worship the temple instead of worshiping God Himself. People in the days of the temple started to see the building and to count on the sacrifices and they enjoyed the atmosphere and they smelled the smells and they wanted to mingle and talk to people and to bring animals and to celebrate and there was so much light, there was so much love over there, there was so much passion and so much glory and wealth and it was so awesome that people lost their spiritual connection to God. They lost their desire and fear from heaven, their passion and love to the Creator, and they started serving the sacrifices and the rituals and the work. They started to talk to people, they started to mingle, they started to convince, they started to argue, to fight, to do their politics, to do everything except for connecting to their own center and the creator saw that he's losing his children to their religion to their ceremonies so he broke the temple he broke not only one temple he broke two temples he broke two sides he took away the aleph and he took away the nun and he left us only with the letter yud only with Hashem. He took away what we started to idolize, our own brain, our own mindset, my thoughts, and those thoughts of mine, the positive ones and the negative ones, the right ones and the left ones. He took away our structure. He took away the house, the home, the temple that we started to believe in and he left us with simple faith in him and nothing else except for that. And that's the aspect of mercy and kindness that the Creator took away the temples from us and left us with simple faith stuck and, 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 and shoved into our own hearts. And only from the heart you can serve the Creator today. You cannot follow Him by following rules. You cannot follow Him by following orders. You cannot follow Him by basing your faith on, on, on no kind of, 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 of tradition and, and, and obligation. Even though that you can achieve and earn a lot, you will never find yourself finding the answer to your questions in, while trying to base your faith on an external source, even if it's the holiest, holiest source of them all, without connecting yourself to your core, to your own soul, without reaching into your spirit, into your neshama, you cannot find Hashem, because Hashem lives inside of you, not outside of you. Hashem lives inside your heart. Hashem lives inside your mind, in the back of your head. When you're thinking, when you're observing, when you're looking inside to your own feelings, when you try to make the connections, when you try to understand what's the supervision of God brought to your plate, brought to your life, then you can reach Him only inside. Inside my people I live. 
And that's the mercy and that's the kindness of God that He sent away all those figures that were supplying so-called spirituality for us deep into the ground, deep into the darkness of exile and, and left us naked, barefoot, standing alone, separated, scattered, terrified to look for Him, to look for salvation. And even though that that process is painful, is hard, is devastating, is so horrible to experience, it's needed and it's required. And it's the only way for us really to be healed and to recover from all our failures in the past and to come back to a high level of faith. And for you just to have an answer to those huge questions, even though I spoke about that in different lectures in the past, and I recommend you over and over to try again and again to watch old classes, old classes on topics that you care about and that you find interest in, to search for old uh, classes that I gave on things that, that, that your mind is desiring, like the lost tribes or, or certain um, uh, Kabbalistic interpretations that I gave in the past, or conversations about individual prayers or mar marital uh, peace or, or holy relationship. There, is, there are more than 2,000 videos, like close to 3,000 videos probably already online, very important to try and to and to reach them and to try to listen to them they can give you a lot a lot of knowledge but still just to answer that question what will be with those people who lost someone dearly that lost some things in life and they think to themselves okay but let's say that the redemption will take place how my days will be recovered how my trauma will be healed i'll be happy to see everyone happy but i'm already old i already lost my life i already lost my whatever i lost every person might find himself god forbid every person can like imagine and, and think of of something horrible like that god forbid but again what's the answer the answer is that when the redemption will take place it will not take place only in the future, in that day of redemption. It's not only going to happen there and since that time and on the redemption will take place. The resurrection of the dead is that the redemption will wake up our minds to rise above the limitations not only of time and, pl and time, also of place. means that all the places will take place in the same time and all time uh, zones will take place in the same time means that if you were experiencing life in a certain path and different people were walking on the same path in different generations you will all cross your ways and gonna meet each other in the same place because all the places are same place and all the times are actually one long time that is spread and we just experiencing life through our physical eyes that are separating times to moments and separating places because of our um, limitation 
inside of physical bodies that we cannot see but, uh, completely. But the Creator that sees everything can bring everything to our awareness and to our mind in the same spot, in the same time, for our minds to be able to grab and grasp it all at once. We will experience all the times and all the places. Our awareness will rise to a level that will see everything from a divine aspect, from a divine angle, and we will see everything in completion. We will see the history, and the history will live with the present time and with the future. You will see the ancestors, you will see all the earlier generations. Everyone will walk together on earth, and there will be no... It won't be crowded. You won't have problems of space, because everyone will feel the world in the same time. I have long lectures of one hour and one hour and a half explaining those topics. I will try to look for links and hopefully to uh, put it in the comments. And um, that's it. Let's hope that the Creator will open our eyes. The sooner the better. And we'll have wonders and, and, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll see those happy days taking place in, in the near future. To the happiness of our souls and the happiness of all our loved ones. Amen. Can you hear that song? Thank you so much. Shumda Vavado Yatsor